Yeah, you do. Okay, hey. <laughs> we are back. The Tower team is back for another Tower After Hours podcast. This is number 20. That's Believe it or not. It's quite an achievement. achievement. Thank you. Is it next month the 20th year anniversary? I know. I was sitting here thinking, like, I should just scrap today's podcast and just save number 20. Um, (laughs) Um, But we're not. We're powering through. We're going to have number 20 today. So, hi, this is Kelly. And um, doing the podcast today (laughs) is Mike. I'm Mike. I'm uh, (laughs) Emily. And Megan. And Megan are also here today. And they are brand new to the podcast. This is their first one. But I only expect good things from them, so we're just gonna we're just gonna be getting going here with our topics. Um, but we will let our veteran oh. Mike Shaw, <laughs> sorry, jump in first. So let All us right. know what you want to talk about. So today it's not a new topic; it's something that's been around since the mid '90s. But it's called affiliate marketing and taking a digital approach to affiliate marketing and how businesses large and small can use social media and 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 people who are active on the web to do their self promotion for them. I think Ta-da. Meg I think Meg is um, <laughs> questioning the fact that you may have stole her topic. You did. Like it's on I, my phone. No no let's just be very clear here really and I've got my Slack <laughs> messages to prove what you should be talking about. <laughs> Okay. Wowza. Did you yeah. message me and say, please do not talk about what... No, right. I said, please, this is what you should talk about. Mm. Two. I gave you two options. You have time. We're both discussing it. Like I'm. Just that's okay. That's fine. Because now you we'll can... We'll just make it one banter. big giant conversation. Oh, okay. So a large banter. Guys, no rules. No rules. Fine. The unprepared newbie. <sighs> that was Honestly. mean of you to steal her topic. Oh, I know. Okay, well, we're Rude. talking affiliate marketing and we're talking social media. Go. Mike Shaw, go. So I think um, Amazon is probably one of the largest, uh, has one of the largest affiliate programs that people are currently using. And it's a way that users who are interested in certain um, products can make money from it. And usually it's bloggers who are interested on about, you know, maybe it's keyboards for a computer and they are reviewing them or giving their detailed um, ideas, pros and cons of certain keyboards, and then linking it back to Amazon. As a result, Amazon, who are connected to their site through code, are able to track that purchase of the if, if a user does indeed purchase that keyboard on Amazon, and they know that it came from this particular user, they get some sort of commission. The interesting thing about this, though, is that. Amazon is already a is a massive conglomerate. It's just it's just so big. I mean, and, and Amazon, if, you say? Have you heard of them before? I'm not. You'll have oh, to tell well. me more about that. Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's Amazon.org or something. Okay, like we'll yeah, check yeah. that out. My, fun fact, my listeners, dad just, if you've heard of Amazon, let us know. <laughs> fun fact, my dad just found out about Amazon like last year, oh, and it's it's capabilities. <laughs> You can buy shoestrings on there. <laughs> you can buy anything. Have you heard of Prime? He, my mom had to disactivate, hit, unactivate, whatever the word is. His, um, like, he can't use her Prime anymore. Like he, she blocked him. He was just blowing up Prime. He was just blow. He nine packages on our doorstep. All of it was shampoo. He goes, now I don't have to buy shampoo for so many months. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so, anyways, Great. continue. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. It's, it's really so out there. 
It is huge. And I think the, the, the great thing is is that it's 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 people based. So we use they they they've got their business people know them. But people don't always trust businesses. People t- seem to trust people. And so if you're going on a website and you're reviewing and reading what people are talk, talking about, it gives you a much better, um, much more confidence in, in making mm-hmm. that purchasing decision. My wife and I are looking at buying a new mattress. And, you know, I've heard Purple, Casper, um, uh, Tufta Needle, all these different sort of like, you know, mattresses out there and so when I was doing reviews and looking at which mattress to buy and this versus that it gave us so many um, it gave us a lot more confidence in our decision because these were real people they had a social profile they were they weren't somebody that were necessarily being paid to or sponsored to talk about Mm -hmm. this they were wanting to talk about this out of their own free will and as a result I mean they have a disclaimer at the bottom that they do earn affiliate points but they still got to choose which product they thought was best and so if someone did choose that then they could get affiliate you know recommendations or or um commission if my wife and i went through their site through to amazon and purchased the mattress that way so it's just a interesting concept that people can still use emily has something to say yeah, so <laughs> not to interrupt but how do you figure out if and affiliate would be credible or not if you're um, a company looking to reach out if you're a company you know it's there's there's two things you need to um there's some companies that will accept anybody and so you get these the problem with these affiliates some affiliate sites is they look like spam they've gone and they just they will they, they've got ads everywhere going to this product to that product to through to clickbank through to you know, Amazon system, all these different things. And as a result, it's not really helping the user. I think for us <laughs> as a, you know, if, if you're working with, with somebody is to get to know them first. I think having that relationship is, is, is really important, but there's, there's sign up programs and, and there's, there's deals where if you, if you, uh, you know, it's a multi-level, it's a multi-level, um, marketing scheme uh, which I know a lot of people don't like but it's not like um, it's not a Tupperware Tupperware or Pyramid (laughs) Amway those sort of things you know you're 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 getting people to hopefully believe in your product and therefore sell it so you got to go after those people they should have a profile of some sort so when you approach them it shouldn't be something completely out of the blue when they hear that a mattress manufacturer is contacting them about mattresses because they've written about mattresses and reviewed mattresses and now they've got another mattress to review. <laughs> I just Sorry, I, I want to know what this blog is that you're reading that people are just writing about mattresses <laughs> all day. I tell you what, there's a lot out there on mattresses. I, it was overwhelming. So I'm seeing things now where... Okay, so I'm familiar if I'm if I blog and I you know, blog about shoes and I want to link to Nordstrom's and then yeah. if people buy those shoes on Nordstrom's, I get a percentage of that. Yeah. But now I've even heard that people will have like an Amazon just banner on their site and you can go click that banner. You can go to Amazon. You can buy anything in that store. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything I talked about. It doesn't have to be sure. anything that has to do with me. And now I'll get a percentage of your purchase. It's not as high, 
but it's 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 a referral of traffic if you drove someone to their site and that person took some sort of stage mm-hmm. or, and did something an action that converted to money yes you'll get something <coughs> from it but um i i think Personally, from what I've been doing with affiliate marketing, it, it, it seems to be better when the person knows what they're clicking on, where they're going to mm-hmm. be clicking towards, and, and what they'll be seeing, and what you've been talking about. I feel like the conversion factor is a lot higher. Well, I think sometimes, too, like users start to kind of get like a little wise to that. Oh, absolutely. And if you have an article and you're writing about mattresses and, oh, I tried out this mattress, and I tried out that mattress, and I tried out a third mattress, and I tried out a fourth mattress and you link to each one, people are like, you're making money no matter what I do. And I feel like that can skew a little untrustworthy as well. I mean, authenticity is absolutely valuable. And and I think there needs to be... I mean, you know, mattresses can cost thousands. They can cost in the low hundreds. But either way, they still cost a lot of money. So someone who's going and saying, I tried this, I tried this, and I tried this... It's not hard to figure out, well, that's rubbish. You, yeah. There's no way you could have bought five different mattresses <laughs> at $1,000. That's and five And then returned grand. them all. And then returned, you know, I mean, <laughs> one, shame on you for doing that. And two, that, I don't want to sleep on that mattress as a return, you know. Well, they do have those, like, 30-day trials. So maybe they did test them all out. But well, it's still, I think it still speaks to, like, okay, you're just putting links in there just hoping I click on something. On something. I feel and like I see BuzzFeed. They did this, like, and I didn't realize it was affiliate marketing until, like, I was like, oh, at the very bottom in fine print it said sponsored mm-hmm. was, um, you've probably seen them too. Oh, we tried on um, all these one-piece ba- bathing suits that are from this promoted ad you've been getting, and this is what happened. Yeah. Like, and I'm kind of like, well, what happened? And so I like click on the link oh, and I'm like, see, that's and I know, and I like, and I they click. all fit fantastically, and we bought them all. Well, and we look too. great and fabulous, yeah. and it just well, you know. So they take a twist on it though, because then they show like what a BuzzFeed person would be wearing in the bathing suit versus like the ad, and it's like we look dumb, we don't like it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like so you're like bashing. Yeah. So there's, there's an honesty like, there as yeah, well, which yeah. you, I'm sure you appreciate to some degree, Well, right? I was like, well, I clearly have the same body type as this girl, so I am not buying this bathing suit. Okay. So, but it's like, okay, that brand kind of lost out then if it was... You know, but that's that's the thing with affiliates. If you're gonna get some, like, if you're doing, if if it's a review in this case, <clears throat> yeah, you got you want someone to be honest. You don't if if you're paying for reviews just to get a good review, that is very spammy and it's not trustworthy. And a lot of people have worked so hard on developing their websites and gaining a an audience. They not they don't want to necessarily lose that trust. And like you were saying. You may have five mattresses on here that you've tried, and you may have had some, and you may have explained, oh, we I had a deal with this store, they gave me a mattress for thirty days, and as a result, over the course of you know five months, I tried these mattresses out, you know, developing that procedure and explaining it, making it more transparent, just a transparency. Yeah, I think is something that's really important. But just saying, here's a link, here's a link, here's a link. I like this, I like this, I like this. This is great. Don't like this. Don't like this. Eh, it, I think people become, they, they're used to it. And they kind of like, you know what? No, thanks. No, thanks. Make your money somewhere else. Yeah, I'll go find somewhere else I trust. I feel like I see that for beauty all the time. Yeah. Like, I'll get the, have you been getting the glossier ads? Oh, no. Glossier. But I see a lot of bloggers do like, these are my 20 favorite things in September. And it's just so they can put like 
20 links out links there for, and like hope that you there's and I mean if you guys are figuring this out and you know that you know there are thousands of people that are thinking exactly the same thing well I see these girls that I so I went to high school with a couple girls who are like professional photographers now air quote air quotes and <laughs> um and they're and I feel like affiliate marketing is like starting to come out more on Instagram, at least for oh, me. Yeah. And like, I'll see, I'm like, I'm looking at this, be- but it's like super professional, like Canon photography. And they'll be like, oh, went to the beach and thank God I had this sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Hashtag this, hashtag that. Um, if you want to use my BOGO like coupon, yeah. you'll actually get 10%. I'm kind of like, Oh, well, I, I thought it was cool you went to the beach, didn't need to know about your, your sunscreen. Yeah. Like, it was like, uh, and it was a paragraph that was like this long that I was like, you took the time to put 40 hashtags in here. To make That's the thing, they didn't do it. <laughs> some some <laughs> advertiser copyright at the back was sending, and he's like, paste this in. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Well, speaking of affiliate marketers and Instagram, Meg, is there something that you would like to bring to the conversation? That I haven't stolen. I understand now, and I'll apologize to you later. It wasn't stolen. It was a beautiful segue. It was a so you were like helping me. I was helping you. (laughs) Okay, now I know that you could have just said that right up front. Okay, so, um, yeah, I want to talk about that too. We'll talk about how you can tie that into social. Oh right, um, so this week. Bad <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were kind of looking at ideas on how to do affiliate marketing and, like, I don't know, like, do's and don'ts. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we just complained about, like, what we get bombarded with versus um, what people, you know, actually agree upon and trust. Um, we've been looking at mom bloggers a lot. Um, and I was kind of thinking, okay, how does this mom blog, like, does she stay at home and just take pictures of her kids shoving their faces into pies and she makes money off of this. Like, that's insane. Um, So I just started reading articles about it and came across so many crazy things of affiliate marketing that it actually, like, shocked me. One of them was that there's affiliate marketing agencies now. Like, there's actually just marketing agencies that are, like, we only do affiliate marketing. We will, like, go on and find the hottest bloggers, and we will connect them to these sole five brand partnerships that we have, whether that's Brawny or whatever, and, like, that's all they blog about once a month. And I thought that was insane, so it just kind of goes to show you, like... So if I'm a, like if I sell bottled water, I could go to an or affiliate boxed water. Box water. <laughs> I could go to an affiliate marketing agency and say, "Find me the coolest mommy bloggers to talk about my boxed water." For your audience, yeah, because they the one company that I came across, they had we have if you're a product, it's based on your audience type. So like, say I have XYZ product or service, and I'm like, I know that I need to reach this demographic. Mm-hmm. It's like great, we have a bunch of bloggers who are in there. I don't know what the, you know, trades or services would be for Uh payment, but, like, I was, like, you're kind of, like, paying for people. That's kind of weird. But the one thing that I came across that I thought was kind of not cool. Startling. It was, um, uh, it, like, swept me off my feet of, like, startledness. Um, Influencer marketing, having fake accounts and just buying followers because, but, like, a marketing agency did this to just kind of seeing how, like, crappy it is that affiliate marketing gets to be too spammy Mm -hmm. so they took professional photography off of I want to say I don't want to miscorrectly say what I don't know like online okay they took (laughs) 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 
do you get oh, Getty yeah. Images? Okay, like Getty <laughs> Images. Sure. Okay, so they took like, but like it was photography that wasn't clearly models. Like it kind of was like more realistic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they posted almost 200 to 300 Instagram posts of like this girl named Katie and said like, I love living in Honolulu. Thank God I'm wearing like my XYZ brand flip flops to like walk me through life. Like really dramatic hipster posts. Okay, so. And they were fake. Help me though. (laughs) The agency did this just to show how easy it is to set up a fake account or they did this to actually like, oh, we found a blogger you could use. No, like to prove that the industry is full of ad fraud. Like, yes. So, like, they faked it to see how many followers that they would get and see how many brands would reach out to this fake being to kind of say, hey, we see, like, you're posting a lot and you're getting a lot of following, but the agency bought followers to, like, see how many they brands would come up. They put a lot of money up. into this. To yeah. Trying to crack this. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it was more so as, like, a case study, but, yeah. like... Um, but both both of the they did two separate accounts and both of them got over eighty thousand followers within two months time. And I don't know if that's divided like what percentage it was paid versus organically, you know, mm-hmm. received or whatever. I just thought it was funny because brands will do anything they want to kind of like do that sometimes. Okay, so ladies, for my fictional box water company. <laughs> How, so stupid. When I come to you, how do I know that, how can a boxed water company know that the influencers that they're working with are legit? What is some advice that you would give? Because I know you guys, for some of our very own clients, are in the process of looking for bloggers and influencers to partner with. And how do you kind of identify ones that ideal based on the research I've been doing is like do they provide their own photography that you can use as like user generated content um, because I think a lot of companies like it's expensive to do a photo session in house mm-hmm. so to have because user generated content is also really popular I think for any brand to kind of like get people involved but having their own content or their own imagery to provide I think is important and it's good images build on top of that people if it's a brand that they're proud of and a brand that they like a product that they like they will proudly share their image with you with the hopes that you're going to share their image mm-hmm. and then their image is being seen by an audience that right. they're not getting so it works the other way around too that's that affiliate marketing that influencer outreach when you get that influencer when you get that affiliate that influencer is then getting that audience that you cannot reach. So. Sorry, I'm just thinking of a comparison photo. Like, say, this box water thing. <laughs> if they this ever box hear- water company we've made up is going places. We didn't make it up. It's literally called box water. Okay. <laughs> if, they're gonna, if they ever hear this podcast, they're going to, like, hate us. Um, but I went on their Instagram because I was just curious, like, what kind of images they post. And it's only hands holding the box water in, like, really tropical locations. Like, insane locations that I'd want to go to. But I would never take boxed water with me. <laughs> you can't take boxed water on a plane. Yeah. That's FAA. Approved, you know. Or TSA. Three ounce they don't make the three ounces. Boxes. Yeah. Planes. Opportunity right there. Three <laughs> Are you listening, boxed water company? <laughs> three I ounces. The, I think the other thing that I would look at is how old is the site? Some, you know, some of these people, they whip up these sites so quickly. They've got the same theme. They've got the same layout. The content isn't unique. I mean, you mm-hmm. can just you just copy a paragraph, paragraph, sorry, put it in quotation marks, and throw it into Google, 
and you will immediately see if they've gone and copied that from mm-hmm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you start seeing those sort of uh, issues cropping up, I would steer very clear away from that. I wouldn't trust that. You, you, and I mean, the social profile, the people that are engaging with them, are they talking about boxed water? Are they talking about water, hydration? You know, uh, kids drinking water, alkaline water, you know, all the different types of things you can do with the water. Box water taste tests. Yeah, box water taste tests, you know. <laughs> That's another thing. And I think it's a simple thing, but I want to see that person who is writing these articles, reviews, or giving these um, reasons why you should buy box water. I want to see them and make sure they're a real person. You know, and I, I know you, on the Instagram account, they had the fake person, but there should be a video of this person. There should mm-hmm. be all these things mm-hmm. now. Which is and why it's so surprising. And with smartphones and all these things available to us now, it should be very easy to authenticate. Authentic. Oh my word. <laughs> I think you said it right. I don't know. Authenticate. Uh, uh, no. oh, <laughs> okay. You had it. You had it. it should be <laughs> make authentic. You should be able to see if this is genuine or not. And there we go. <laughs> I just thought of, okay, so when I used to have my hosting job down the lane um, a couple years back, this girl was like, I, like on Instagram, she's like, oh my God, I, I got this random sponsored something about this like mud scrub and I had to buy it. And I guess like this company made mud scrub in like a paper bag that it would sell to people and say your skin would get tan uh-huh. if well, you put uh, this mud scrub on. And, like, the craziest part was, like, duh. Like, it's mud scrub. So you couldn't shower after you used it. And apparently, like, it was, like, tanning lotion, but it was, like, mud. I don't know. It made her smell horrible. And it I came always in a paper bag. Like, and just it came a in a paper, paper bag, bag full of slop. You could literally have been getting poop, <laughs> like, in this bag. And, like, she... And it was so funny because she's like, well, the girl that was doing it is, like... This, um, they use a celebrity, some celebrity that was like using this mm-hmm. brand said like, oh, oh my God, I like this. She didn't put hashtag ad, but like this girl was so convinced this would rejuvenate her skin or whatever and make her tan. And she just smelled like crap afterwards. Just a segue for that. In Zimbabwe, our soil is very, very, very red. And I remember when we were playing in the mud, our blood. skin, our skin oh. would get stained this like reddish brown color because of, of the mud. You could wash every day, and for like a few days, your skin is like that. So I get it. Maybe it's from maybe it's Zimbabwean Zimbabwean mud. Tanning, um, natural tanning. Oh, that's that's the angle they did need you, to take. Did yeah. you smell like manure afterwards when you'd roll around in it? Because this girl sure did. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, who you are. Wonderful. Yeah, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Next, I'm Well, that's great. Yeah, so that's no, not shame. Just kind of like don't trust every ad. That's good advice. That's good. Yeah. Like, just don't do it. If the celebrity, it's like peer pressure. If a celebrity is gonna like no, say, I mean, uh, I believe that everything. Oh. You do? Me too. I mean, it's like, that, that, that's how I got my green card. I did the lottery, you know, the green card lottery. What could go wrong? No, just no a couple thousand bucks internet, and you're in. Everybody amazing. wins, apparently. When the internet says that, I can't tell you how many ads that I get from like, it's not ads, I guess, but on Facebook, it's like a suggested reading for you, mm-hmm. like articles. Um, the Not books. It's like all these things like, hey... 
I wish I'm 30 and I wish I told myself this in my 20s and it's like quit your job travel it's like I like wouldn't tell myself to do that <laughs> I feel like that's the worst idea ever well, to take do it from my perspective I'm in my 30s and I'm like well, it's a bit late now. Yeah, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> well, no, but like, you have traveled. That's you're yeah. you're a okay, bad well, case study. Yeah. You've okay, been fine, everywhere. Fine. People ask me if, if I've been out of the U.S. I'm like, yeah, to Canada, and they're like, oh, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally haven't even been to like Mexico or anything. I've never been to Mexico. You don't need to go to Mexico. You don't need to go there. It's like people are dying. Apparently, there's tainted alcohol. Oh, I read that article too, yeah, but I didn't believe it. Serious. Saw it on the internet. Saw it on the internet. That's be true. But um, anyways, <laughs> all right, um, Emily, do you want to bring um, in a new topic? Sure. Okay. I really don't have, I mean, much to add on top of what we've talked about other than, you know, some mistakes that are made on social media that companies... This is always good. This is always good. This is always good to pick on other companies. Yeah. I won't point out any specific Pepsi. United getting on beating up their passengers. PR is PR, right? Pepsi? Cracker Barrel and poor Brad's wife. I forgot about that one. I didn't even watch that I have a really long-term memory. I remember stupid things. Oh, my God. Save Brad's wife. And now that we've checked off those mistakes, what what else can you add to the list? Well, kind of piggybacking off of the affiliate marketing, uh, the biggest offense to me that companies make is just using social media as a way to just self-promote. It is, it's good for that, but it should not be solely used. And unfortunately, there are lots of companies out there that like to just use it to talk about the latest and greatest product, and they should be using it to engage and that is part of that affiliate marketing process and finding those proper influencers is creating that relationship and just kind of getting them to trust you and then you have to never really trust them. Do you think they'll be worthy or credible? Do you think that they're just looking to talk about the, the next product and then move on and leave you high and dry? Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. And Kardashians. That, yeah. Oh, don't say that to Amethyst. You know, she the will. Fitness, oh. All those teas that they talk about. And the about. waist clenchers. Yeah, those what? are so and, uh, totally real, you know? It's so they're bringing corsets back. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Great. They're bringing corsets back, and they're here to shrink your stomach and kill you. You got it, Shaw. We can order you Maybe, one. <laughs> yeah, I, I need some help in that department. You know, just... Stop eating yogurt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yogurt helps. <laughs> Meg, what do you know about yogurt? I know. I mean, I don't know. Yogurt's good. Continue. <laughs> Buy here yogurt, right? We love yogurt. Hashtag yogurt. <laughs> Too funny. Hashtag well, speaking of hashtag, Go ahead, hashtagger. Oh, God. The incorrect use of hashtags. It's a, you know, it's a doozy. And, oh, my God, Emily, <laughs> no. doozy. Her bad dad joke voice is coming out. Be prepared, world. Here it comes. It's It's hashtag hashtag punny. I love hashtag puns. No. Okay, so what's what's the uh, secret? So the secret to using the proper hashtag is you know running a simple search. Hashtag uh, teacher. Hashtag student. If your audience is teachers or students, and you know that school is starting up soon. You might say hashtag lesson plan, see what all is coming up. But if your audience is, uh, let's see, you're someone. Dog lovers. Sure, dog lovers. You're not going to, 
necessarily want to say hashtag cats. Like, <laughs> no, like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, easy mistake. But people do it all the but time. But they really do. Like, as far it's just the generalization. It, even if you don't want to be hashtagging your company, if it's not, if no part of like your company name has anything to do with the product that your audience might be looking for. So. And what about the number of hashtags? Well, is there uh, some best practices? You see, (laughs) that depends on the user. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily sit there and read through all 40 hashtags Mm -hmm. that some people include. I think personally, keep them short. But they're using the hashtags basically to be found in searches. To be found in searches, yeah. So so why wouldn't you want a hashtag that people and users are actually searching? Some of these people type in these massive long hashtags, yeah. which is like is a sentence, and no one is, you're the, That's you're kind of like ha- and no hashtag humor. I mean, any, when I put something, I hashtag nothing that I think I'm yeah. ever going to be found for. I just, unless you're There's looking to be There's a difference between found. using it though. Personally and personally professionally, and yes. Professionally. Businesses shouldn't be hashtagging long sentences. Like mm-hmm. hashtag when I was a kid, I used to play with dirt. Like that's just. <laughs> <laughs> what company would hashtag that? Shaw's company. Probably <laughs> paper towels. <laughs> Coming at you. But I Zimbabwe like... tourist bureau. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know maybe it is brawny, and you should hashtag dirt, hashtag dirty hands, hashtag. Yeah. Yeah, like, but not a whole timeline. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, you know, the do's and don'ts. That, so, that was a doozy. That was a doozy. <laughs> My friends who just recently got, like, special types of dog. Well, I shouldn't say all dogs are special. Let that be on the record. Um, but they make separate dog accounts for their dog to get found. Like, like they'll do, um, golden. my mom tries to get my dog Cooper found mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and so she'll put... Like ten hashtags, golden doodles of Instagram, um, golden oh, doodles. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant like they set up a, an account for their dog. Well, like that's the segue. That. Like Trixie, at Trixie, um, the golden I doodle. Two girls. In the 40s. Yeah, two girls did that for their dogs. Like two. I, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. There's a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, but they, like, have a separate account, and then they'll tag their own dog on their personal Instagram account just so they'll get other oh dog followers. Lord. If you're, like, that obsessed with the animal. I just thought I'd like to put that in as a shameless plug because it's, like, people are, like... Have no shame. They have no life because why are you running an Instagram account for, for your, your dog? Animal. Yeah. You Unless it's a very, very famous have. animal already. Well, that's, like, the Chihuahua from Taco Bell. Sure. Well, he was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Sorry. So Meg has complaints, which would be, you know, another segue into another social media flaw. If you have a feed that is predominantly, you know, just filled with users saying not nice things about your company or mm. just complaining left and right. Trolls. Need, yeah, trolls. You know, they, yeah, they need to go away, but inevitably your company's done something to upset them. Or, you know, just not fulfill their needs. Your company is troll-worthy. Yeah, your company is apparently troll-worthy, but you need to be looking after that. You can't just leave your complaints unnoticed. 
Have there been, I've seen times on Instagram where companies, like, combat, like, bad comments with, like, with funny, with funny, funny no, just like replies, normal replies that are just <laughs> funny. No pun intent, no puns. Wasn't it there like a Burger King Wendy's feud or something about like five for ten or ten for five, and like they were like Twitter battling, like saying like actually no, our ours is better, and Wendy's is like go home. <laughs> Didn't they do something like, just that? like that? Did they? Did they? They added each I other. Mean, yeah, companies will do that. It's just, a, I mean, Verizon does that. Companies do that with Verizon mm-hmm. all the time. So, AT and T, Verizon, Sprint, like Chipotle, I think has it down. You will get a free burrito, more times than not, if you I'm say. Sorry, but and I'm then you'll die because it's. Chipotle also not going to be sponsoring us. Uh, yeah. They were having mice. A user, this is how powerful social media is. Last week, user took a photo of a mouse right in front of the door, inside inside door as they were walking out. And they're still Chipotle. charging $2, and they still have the gall to charge $2 for, for guac. They killed <laughs> half of Virginia <laughs> with, like, E. coli. <laughs> they have mice running around, and yet they're going to charge $2 for guacamole. Have you no shame? Yes, <laughs> hashtag, yes. hashtag no shame. <laughs> I was reading a newsletter and at the bottom of the newsletter, they were like, and by the way, if you haven't noticed, like the TSA's Instagram is straight up hilarious because TSA. they will take pictures of things they like have confiscated from people <laughs> and like, um, hey, like one thing was like a shovel and it said, you know, so FYI, shovels need to go in your checked luggage. Dig it. Like, I don't know. Like, but <laughs> like, people, yeah, they're making yes, fun. They're, but people can did. also send in like pictures and like they can say, you know, at mm-hmm. TSA, can, can I put this in my carry on? And this one thing was a dude in like an inflatable like T Rex. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's great. It looks like it's fairly new. There aren't a ton of posts, but like, that's you know, I think anybody, they're, they're still providing the service. They're, they basically answered, like, hey, you know, shovels go in checked bags. Like, inflatable. The, I, inflatable. I just can't probably, like, I would have to go to Arkansas and make sure I bring my shovel. <laughs> it was a tiny shovel. But anyway, so that was just, that was one I saw recently that I thought they were interacting with um, users. <laughs> sorry, I'm not over this show. This is in a nutshell. <laughs> social goes there's obviously the big companies that have the bigger the budget the more money these people have like Pepsi and Coke mm-hmm. to spend on photography and just mm-hmm. really solidifying their brand I think Pepsi has shown that they can be as ruthless as they want and sure sure do and they have just really taken the mindset that no PR is it's bad PR I really like Stitch Fix like their Instagram because they like even though I won't buy anything from them for quite some time just because 
they're super expensive. Um, they'll do style profiles of like their like different outfits that'll go, and I'm like, oh crap, I do have those colored jeans or whatever, and it's like yes, inspiration. Oh, I do think a lot of like clothing boutiques, even like local small boutiques, um, need to do, do that more. Well. Yeah, it's just it can be in place of a website. Like a lot, it's obviously e-commerce is huge. But for companies that are small, it just is a nice way to see things, at least drive people into your store. So. What do you think about the buying part on Instagram? Like if you have, can't you do that now? Mm-hmm. They show the price of each item, and then if you click on it, it'll take you to their website to buy it? Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't say I trust it. I, but yeah. that's just, I don't know. I would rather. I'm not that impulsive to buy. Yeah, but a lot of people are. And so I feel yeah. as if, especially for those people buying Self-tanning mud scrubs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, self-tanning that mud. is impulsive if I've ever seen. Or box water when box there's, water. you know, a faucet right next Can't tell you how many ads I've gotten for box water in the past <laughs> week. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Like, I didn't just... buy it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I had to unfollow Target because of that. Because they did something so cute for summer with, like, a bag. And I was like, I'm going to buy this bag right now. So I had to unfollow them. Noted. So uh, Meg is following any of your social accounts. Don't be too cute. Yeah, don't. She'll be too tempted and Please she don't. will If you, you want to sell mattress, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't appeal to her. No. But, Do you have any other mistakes? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> have you made any have bad mistakes? Have you made mistakes? any bad choices? Yeah. I'm perfect. Oh. <laughs> perfect. Kidding. Kidding. Um, I mean, again, if you, it depends how you look at it. If you look at it as bad PR is still PR, then... There are no mistakes. There are none. Like, if people are talking about you, then they're talking about you. Obviously, if you're small, like, Pepsi can afford to have people bashing them. They're mm-hmm. a massive corporation. Uh, small businesses, privately owned businesses can't really afford that negative talk, um, especially if it's dominating their, like, their audience, but other than that, I mean, again, my big one, that is my biggest pet peeve is just people using it as a sales technique, and it's just not what it's for, people. Yeah. Straight from Emily. What about you, Kelly? So, you guys, I know. But you guys did such a great job. All of your topics <laughs> flowed into the next. And I just have, like, I feel like mine's just, like, jarring. Like, er, P.S., Google's redoing their own page. <laughs> <laughs> will, this have the a, <laughs> will this have an effect on affiliate marketing? Yeah, there's some <laughs> you know, it could. It could. I know. <laughs> Early reports oh, lean to no. <laughs> okay. Well, then, hey. So, I mean, you know, we all know what the Google homepage is, and it kind of cracks me up a little because they call it the Google homepage. It's it's really, it's the only page Google has, (laughs) the search bar. But, you know, you go, it's a very clean, white screen, says Google, it's got a search box. I'm feeling lucky. That's pretty much it. I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky. So are the the doodles going to go away? Um, I don't think the Google's going to, the doodles on Google are going to go away. I think what um, what they're going to be putting out there is it's going to become more of like a news feed for you, like Bing does. Yeah, and it's going to um, have like tiled. And if you if you follow Google on not if you follow Google, but if you have the Google app on your um, 
iPhone or smart device, um, you probably see this already, um, where it's got the weather and it's got, you can choose sports teams to show up and news stories. And um, now that is going to be coming directly to your desktop um, sometime soon. I don't know when. It didn't say. It actually said immediately, but the article's a month old and immediately hasn't happened yet. So, <laughs> hey, it could be any day. You show up on Google and there you go. It's something new. But actually, I've, and if anybody else, I don't know that any of you all um, use um, the Pocket app, Get Pocket. Uh, uh, oh, do you mean like when you can put stuff in a virtual pocket? Right. Like tickets? Pocket. Yeah. yeah. I use that. Oh, no, no, no. Not, this is more like um, articles that you read. If you find an article it's and you want to save it for later, you just put it. So I have this and I have the extension on my desktop. So actually now when I open a new tab... Google search comes up, and so does three suggestions from Pocket. Oh, that's so I'm kind fun. of I'm kind of familiar with this already because it is showing up on my desktop sponsored by Pocket. But I guess now it's going to become much more wide open, and your Google will I guess start to suggest stories that you're interested in, and I'm sure it's going to be built Firefox, off a user pro. Firefox does something kind of similar when when you log into Firefox, it'll have I think anywhere between three to nine tabs uh, not tab but little tiles as places that you've been in mm-hmm. the past so if, if it's if your cache is still there and your cookies are still haven't been deleted oh I went to Wikipedia I went to Facebook I went you know to Tower mm-hmm. all these websites and that's kind of there however I like I like the fact that Google had this vanilla thing vanilla yeah. page very super Yahoo when, when Yahoo was like the predominant search engine it was overwhelming how much information there was like I didn't know where to look or where to click uh-huh. bang it's just so many like pictures and colors and stuff it's like plain and simple I think is why they won I think one of the reasons why they were became a popular search engine simplicity mm-hmm. they show simple. um yeah, I don't like they have an image <laughs> in this like article <laughs> of they suck. um like it's, it's an existing google feed on an android device and almost the Google search bar and the Google logo has kind of moved up to the top left. So it's still the first thing you encounter, but it's so much smaller. And I think, I don't know, I'm, I guess I'm just tired of getting things everywhere I turn. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, yeah. you know, you get, get worse, news, Kelly. you get all this stuff everywhere. <laughs> it's it was just, only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. That made me sound like a super, like, crotchety old lady, didn't <laughs> No, it didn't. No. <laughs> I'm so tired of getting things You're everywhere. Cool You're the cool mom. Well, this cool mom does not want Google to change. I know. It's, I, I agree 100%. What's be, do you guys have Comcast, like, mm-hmm. at your house? And if you, like, if, you, if you pause Comcast, it shows you all those pretty things. That's Bing, right? What's being pulled from there? It shows me the weather. Oh, shows that's I a good point. I don't know that I... I think they pull the images from Bing. I'm almost positive that they do. I find it tranquil when I'm waiting for us to discuss. Like, I'll watch a movie with my family, and mm-hmm. everyone has questions, so I'll pause, and I'll just look at, like... Do you have a Chromecast? I don't know. You, know, you probably you, don't. When you plug <laughs> it in and stuff, and if you haven't turned it on or connected it to your, your computer, you're not casting, like, a video service or anything... They have pretty cool, like, images, like, Unsplash stuff. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, Unsplash. It's all from Google+. Plus. I don't know who's still using it, but all from the Google+, Plus archives. Oh, Unsplash. So, like I said, who knows when this will show up? But what the, 
but won't that be a fun day? And then we can talk about it again. Yay. So, I mean, unless anybody has anything else that they want to add to this Google homepage flop of a story, I mean, I think work. The doodle was fun last week. The, it was very graffiti-like. Well, the, you the, could the mix. It was a mixed. It was a turntable. <laughs> My computer is dying, so oh. anything that like that just shows up as a pixelated mess. Oh, that's it'd be swell like, like to get a new computer if anybody's listening. During the World Cup. I saw that too. Cool. Did you play? No. Oh. I did the turntable. Oh, there you go. Our mics are green. Right. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Wait, what? I just saw Such that. Such a dad thing to say. I am not sure that we can top that. No, I think that's a... <laughs> so, I thank you to Mike Shaw, thank you to Meg and Emily, who did great in their first broadcast. We'll definitely invite them back. Aw. And Bye. so, thanks for listening in to another Tower After Hours. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.